We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for September 2nd, 2013. This next video, we're going to be starting at about the 1 minute 38, uh, 7 minute mark. Uh, and it's entitled, Spetsnaz Teams Deployed to the U.S. War with Syria to be the trigger. And again, this would be exactly like the scenario that we have just covered in part one. Um, in this episode, The Truth is Viral, host Bob Powell details several of the strange happenings uh, regarding what we just mentioned in the previous teaching, including his own encounter with a group of, of Russian special forces, Spetsnaz troops. So, uh, this, I wasn't going to really get into this when I first, first start planning out this teaching, but I had so many things cross-confirming this, I figured I really needed to have this audio clip in here to drive this point home, the uh, severity and the lateness of the hour that we're dealing with here. So I'm going to go ahead and roll this now. Okay, now today's show is about a show that I was on yesterday, and it wasn't even my show. I was a guest on uh, Kathy Rubio's Heads Up Warriors radio program, and we talked about some of the, the stuff that's going on up here. And uh, one of the things that we talked about was the, ex the massive explosion that occurred here last June 6th, not, not this year, but in 2012, that was absolutely covered up by uh, local media. The newspaper, radio, television were all silent, not a single word, even though hundreds of people reported on Facebook that they felt this explosion, including Under Sheriff Terry King, who told me personally that he was in the Sheriff's Department when he felt the building shake as though it were you know, as, as though there was an earthquake. So, uh, you know, there's no doubt that this explosion happened, and I will be updating that in the next couple of days. Uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. We had UFOs, missing aircraft, and uh, even a CIA cover-up, if, if you can believe that. Uh, so whatever's going on up here, it is serious. And, uh, you know, we also talked about the Black Hawk helicopters, that are buzzing patriots. I mean, this is not just the normal training that goes on here at the Alpena Combat Readiness Training Center, okay? There is absolutely no excuse for any pilot to hover 20 feet above a person's head in his own backyard. Whoever that was, we're going to find out who that pilot is, and we're going to get his wings clipped. Then we're going to find out who the uh, person that gave him those orders were. See if we can't put that person in jail, because that is highly illegal. Now, uh, there are also uh, black Department of Homeland Security vans, completely blacked out, tinted windows. They don't have any registration. They don't have any plates, and they're driving around Alpena in the middle of the night, parking in uh, conspicuous places. And uh, one person told me that uh, his Wi-Fi has been hijacked by, by this van that's parked just a half a block down uh, the street from his house. I haven't been able to get that on tape yet, but I'm chasing them. <laughs> uh, okay, now, one of the other things that's happened up here, to me personally, is uh, I, I ran into a group of men that I believe to be Russian Special Forces. And I believe that they're Russian Special Forces because... Well, simply by the cut of their jib. And the fact that they were speaking Russian, that's a very uh, that's a very important point. I'm going to explain that to Kathy, 
on her show, and as long as I can kill two birds with one stone, I will explain it to you at the same time. Check this out. I do like that song because that song is declaring war, and for me it's declaring war against every demon out of hell. And we win. That's the good part. Hi, everybody. It's good to be back here with you tonight. I am very, very happy that we are going to have Bobby Powell with us tonight. We have Pastor Tom. We have Leanne on board with us tonight. I believe Orly Tates will be joining us uh, uh, a little bit later. And um, so for now, we're going to start with prayer with, uh, with Pastor Tom, and then I'll present to you Bobby Powell, who has a very serious message for us tonight. Pastor Tom? Good afternoon, Kathy. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Thomas. Heavenly Father, we come to you this afternoon and we pray for your covering and your guidance, Lord. We ask you to bless this uh, two-hour period of us discussing the issues of the day and the important things that Bobby has to report to us. We pray that you open our minds and clarify our minds to understand what we're supposed to understand. We plead for your will to be poured out upon the message and our minds for receiving. Please bless this time together, Lord. Please protect us and keep this radio broadcasting open and, and going to all those with ears to hear and are interested in, in what we're doing, Lord. We thank you for being our God and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, and now Bobby is is going to join us tonight. He's gotten some information, and we want to warn all of you, especially you truthers and you you um, whistleblowers out there, uh, about what's going on. And so, Bobby, it's all yours. Oh, thank you, Kathy. Uh, I'm just going to come right out of the gate with the most important information, and then I'll give you some background on, on how this all came about. Uh, last week, I was in Walmart, of all places, and I was walking towards the exit, and in the outdoor come a group of four men. Now, if you've spent any time in the military whatsoever, you know what a hard case looks like. There are individuals, doesn't make what different, doesn't make any difference at all what branch, what branch of the service they're in, doesn't make any difference what country they serve. You can tell just by looking at a guy that he's one of those individuals that can kill you a thousand different ways. Now, four of these individuals walked into Walmart. And they all had these uh, little man purses, okay, these little European-style man purses over on, on the torso. And, and you, you could just tell that these guys were packing. <clears throat> well, so was I. So I got brave for a minute, and I started following them. And my initial suspicions were confirmed in that they were foreign troops because they started speaking Russian. So, I'm following them for about, well, less than a minute, because they made me 
almost right away. I was, in fact, wearing this Marine Corps T-shirt and carrying my sidearm, which anybody that's ever seen it knows that it's freaking huge. If I ever run out of bullets, I can beat somebody to death with it. But uh, I'm following them for, for less than a minute, and I get made, and one of them breaks off, and he starts following me. Well, I'm no longer as brave as I thought I was. Uh, and discretion being the better part of valor, I broke off and decided to run out to the car to get my camera because I wanted to get these guys on tape to prove that I had seen them. You know, I, other than that, you're just going to have to take my word for it. Uh, but when I got back inside, they were gone. Now, Al, the Alpena Combat Readiness Training Center uh, was part of the largest air exercise in the country over the, over the last couple of weeks. And uh, troops from all over the world have been here in Alpena training. Okay, but they're doing other things in addition to normal training because there are Department of Homeland Security vans that are roaming the streets at night with their headlights uh, blacked out. And these reports have come to me from several different vectors, including the law enforcement community. They are not happy that these vans are roaming their streets at night with, uh, with no headlights on because they do present a traffic hazard. And uh, after I released an episode just a few days ago that talked about, well, in the video description, I talked about my uh, encounter with these Spetsnaz goons. But uh, the main part of that video was showing how Black Hawk helicopters had been hovering over my house. And, you know, but by the time I, you know, got out there, they were leaving. So, you know, it didn't look like that big of a deal. But I'm here to tell you that when you've got a Black Hawk standing just right up there, going boom, 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 boom. It's a big deal. Okay, so uh, anyway, after I released that episode, I was contacted by a resident here in Alpena, a uh, combat wounded Army veteran, Army Ranger, who is active in the Truth of Community too, and uh, he also had a uh, Black Hawk descend upon his backyard. But uh, his close encounter was a whole lot closer than mine. Let's uh, take a listen here. We're not a gang. We're here and describe it. And so it looks like things are going hot up here in northern Michigan. Matter of fact, I think they're going to be going hot all over the country uh, in, the re in the very near future. I've been saying for a long time that I believe that this war in Syria is the Gog-Magog war. And Iran and Syria both have threatened to attack Israel and the United States should the United States or some coalition of the United States, and it looks like it's going to be another NATO operation, just like uh, what ousted Gaddafi. But uh, Iran and Syria both said that if they attack, that Israel will burn. I guarantee you something. Whether you like the Israelis or not, you need to take this to the bank. When they say never again, honey baby, they mean it. If Israel is attacked, watch for a fulfillment of the Isaiah 17 prophecy, the burden of Damascus. At night there's terror. And in the morning, Damascus, the world's longest inhabited city, 
would be nothing but a smoking heap of ash and ruin. And that's just the beginning, folks. Because the Iranians can and will attack us here in the United States. They believe it's their religious duty in order to bring back the return of uh, the, the Imam Mahdi. That's their, uh, that's their Messiah, their Savior. And Now, you probably heard a lot of, particularly that, about the Imam Mahdi in a lot of my stories, or my stories, my reports. Uh, particularly, the main one I know of on planet Earth claiming to be the Imam Mahdi is the United Nations-sponsored Devil Betraya. He likes to refer to himself as Lord Betraya. With Benjamin Krem as his false prophet, and if you don't know about him, just key in Maitreya, M-A-I-T-R-E-Y-A, in the search box at contendingfortruth.com, I've done so many teachings on him, I, I, you know. Now, he may or may not be that, he says he is, and that Maitreya, interestingly enough, says in their Islamic prophecies that when he comes back, he is going to come back with who they term as Master Jesus. Meaning, the Jesus, supposedly, of the Bible. Except it's going to be the New Age false Jesus that's going to come back with the... So Islam is expecting that scenario to play out, and they believe that they can only bring back Imam Mahdi, their coming awaited savior, through much bloodshed. So they're looking to get into a... uh, uh, Gigantic conflict. They're looking for World War III. They want it. They believe when they die, they're going to go with their 72 virgins and white-skinned boys anyway. So either way, they win. Even though, unfortunately, either way, they lose big time because they're going to burn in hell. Um, But this is what Islam is actively wanting and wanting to engage in. And the more radical of a regime that they, regimes that they can install as their puppet dictators over in the Middle East, meaning they, meaning America and their allies, the Illuminati, uh, the quicker that satanic show is going to get on the road. So he's confirming a lot of this as well. Uh, They're fanatical about it. Whether you believe in, in Islam, whether you believe in Christianity or not, even if you're an atheist, you have to agree just by looking at the headlines. That they believe with every bit of their soul what they're doing. They, the, the Islamic prophecies say that the Imam Mahdi will not come back until the world is drenched in blood and violence. And then he will unite with Jesus Christ. Now this is their version. He will unite with Jesus Christ and wipe the enemies of Islam from the face of the earth. Now they believe that this is their religious duty. You got to remember that Iran is a theocracy. Okay. A lot of people say, well, they haven't ever attacked anybody in the last couple of hundred years. Well, that may be true, but they haven't been living under a th- under a theocracy all that time either, and they have been attacking targets in the West, especially in in Israel through their uh, proxies of Hamas and Hezbollah. So the Iranians' hands are not clean in this, not not by a long shot. And and they're going to visit all of this here in the United States. 
Now, easiest way that they can do that is with an electromagnetic pulse weapon. Now, they have the technology. They have the warheads. I spoke with uh, former CIA spy Reza Khalili last year, and we talked extensively about what uh, the Iranians can do, what, how they can hurt us. And uh, you just click this episode right here and watch that. It will frighten you. To well, it's what it's doing is there's an animation, there's a thing you can watch, and I give you the link to this audio, this YouTube audio, and you can literally click on the YouTube uh, screen as you're watching this, and it goes into this uh, narration of what Iran can actually do to us. And you might say, well, yeah, but they don't have they don't have nuclear capabilities yet. Yes, they've had it for a long time. We've proven that uh, in previous studies. It's just the propaganda that we're being fed. And if they could detonate these nuclear warheads over, I mean, high in the atmosphere above America with an EMP attack, I mean, that would really be almost worse than if the warheads landed because it would fry all of the electronics, anything, uh, you know, the cars from 1983 on, and all of the current electri- electrical systems in America. And it's been, I believe I've seen the, the reports where they gauge it would be like 90% of Americans would be dead in less than a year if that if the grid went totally down and all the electronics were fried. And, I mean, then you look at the show Revolution, that they... the Illuminati propaganda put out, and what's that about? Well, it's not so much about, I don't believe it, so much of an EMP attack, but that a total blackout, total worldwide grid, electrical grid going down, and nothing electrical works, and how that absolutely devastates and annihilates most of the population of the Earth. So, that scenario has already been, they've been, a lot of people have warned about it, um, and there's been shows about it, and so there's another telegraphing that we have there as well. Yeah. An EMP attack on this country will cause a, a collapse of everything. Without electricity, say goodbye to the, to the economy. There won't be any more uh, instant deliveries to your grocery store. Once an EMP hits, whatever's in the grocery store, and, and when they're full, they only have three days' worth of food. Whatever's in that grocery store, that's the last mass-produced food that you'll ever see. There won't be any more medicine. If you're a diabetic, I'm sorry, but that's the end of your insulin. If you depend on any medication to keep you alive, if, you, if it requires refrigeration, I'm sorry, but that's the end. He brings up a really good point about the whole diabetes thing. I mean, um, <laughs> that's a whole other can of worms. There's going to be, that by itself, people not being able to get their meds anymore, it's some unbelievable amount of people now are dependent on meds in America. And if you have to understand, the longer you take that med, the longer your body builds, the more your body builds a dependency on that medication. Medications typically work by performing the job artificially that your body should be doing on its own. Like insulin. Your body should be producing its own insulin. Well, it's not, so you supply that. Well, then what that causes is a negative feedback loop in the body to the pancreas, which basically tells the pancreas, well, 
I don't really need to make any insulin now because I'm getting all I need. But what if that stopped all of a sudden and you were off at cold turkey? Or even if you even if you tried to ration it out, and you, but if you had no refrigeration, I don't know how you'd even do that. Well, you might really want to start aggressively thinking about trying to get off as many meds as you can get off. I'm just saying that might be a real heavy-duty goal in mind for you. Um, I'll give you my, I think if you were going to do two things for blood sugar to try to get off insulin. Um, I know I got my grandma off insulin, injectable insulin, and she was in her late 70s, I believe. Got her off 11 out of 12 meds. And injectable insulin was one, and glucophage, which is another one. We got her totally off both in a three-month period. Granted, it didn't happen overnight. So this isn't something that if you're thinking about doing it, wait until the last second, and um, this would be something you would have to make your own decision on because I can't be your doctor. I'm not, I, I don't have time to do that anymore. I just totally deluged with, with these types of things. But um, the two products, I would say if, if it were me, okay, if it were me, um, the two products I would recommend are um, Gluco Defense by Innate food state product that has pretty much everything but the kitchen sink in there for blood sugar. Uh, I, I would say that would be the main staple product. It's the one I've pretty much switched over to. I've been waiting for a product like that for a long time for blood sugar. Now, and then the other product would be, I would say the best would be Cytozyme Pan. Cytozyme Pan, C-Y-T-O-Z-Y-M-E-P-A-N, meaning pancreas, uh, by Biotics, Biotics Research, I believe. If you were going to just do two to try to wean yourself off, let's say glucophage or insulin or whatever, that would be where I would start. You'd do, I would say, two with meals of each, and then after about ten days, two weeks, at that point, then you would want to, if it were me, I'm not telling you, I'm not giving out what, I'm not telling you what to do, can't do that for whole legal purposes, but after about 10 days to two weeks, start to decrease the amount of insulin you're giving yourself. Not cold turkey, not radically, little bit at a time, and you'd be amazed at what your body can do if it has the right tools. That's pretty much how I did it with my grandma done it with other patients like that it can be done usually now i can't guarantee that and there's no guarantees here it depends if your if your pancreas has been shut down and then when you get into type one oh that's a really dicey proposition i can't guarantee on that one at all type one is a whole other animal but type two which is the is the kind that most people have that's one that you know i've seen this work on this type of protocol i've seen it work you have to supply your body with the proper tools in order for the pancreas to start producing its own insulin and to start. But it, Rome wasn't built a day. It takes time, and you do this all gradually. And then once you're totally off the insulin, if there's other blood sugar things you're doing, then you can start on that one. Don't do anything cold turkey. Don't do it all at once. Do it slow. Do it gradual. But again, I don't know how much time we have right now. Uh, this September... <laughs> 
if we get through the next three months without things collapsing, it would be a miracle. Without something really cataclysmic happening. I said this at the start of this year, that I could not foresee how we could get out of 2013 without things going really hot. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I'm not a prophet or anything like that. I'm just reading the handwriting on the wall. <laughs> like the Bible says, okay? And so that's just one thing to think about uh, regarding blood sugar because there you have something insulin has to be refrigerated. That's a dicey proposition. Now, if you had something else that you were taking a medication for and you could have like a 5 or 10 year supply and, and, and generally speaking these drugs last have a huge shelf life, most of them, if they're in any kind of tablet tableted form uh, because they are synthetic and because there's not a lot to go back. It's not like a whole food state nutrient that's literally food and has a shelf life that's a lot more limited because it is a food. You know, I mean, a banana wasn't meant to stay on the counter forever. You know, they go bad pretty quick. Well, the food state vitamins and these types of things, they have a good shelf life, but because they are foods, you know, they are limited even there. So, just some things to think about. I wanted to bring that up before I went further. Uh, let's, uh, we're almost done with this video. There won't even be running water because it, it takes electricity to run pumps. So unless you live in the country and have your own well and a hand pump, you could actually die of dehydration in Detroit. I think that that's one reason why, uh, the Department of Homeland Security is, has beefed up so much buying their MRAPs and, and 2 billion rounds of ammunition because they know that it's going to be anarchy. It's going to be chaos. They're going to ring the cities with troops and turn them into giant concentration camps just like they did down in New Orleans with Hurricane Katrina. The United States government will not let anything interfere with their policy of continuity of government. And they don't care if they have to kill every person that they're supposed to be governing in order to stay in power. I'll be updating that explosion episode in the next couple of days, and uh, actually I've got a lot of good stuff coming up. Very extremely busy. Uh, if I'm not replying to comments, I, I apologize. Thanks to Dabu7. Okay, so he just brought up a really good point. I don't think I've ever covered this before. Uh, I'm going to copy and paste a link into, into my PDF for this. He brought up the whole thing about the not having to have water. Uh, if you've got access to a well, okay, what you could do is get one of these Flojack um, pumps that they've got, which are like literally... All these different options for hand pumps for you could put down into a well that are not dependent on electricity. If we got hit with an EMP, even if you had a well pump and a generator, the EMP and the well pump, unless you found some way to shield them, are not going to work. So, uh, what would be your other options? Well, I guess you could put a bucket down there if it was wide enough, <laughs> but uh, that's not very efficient. These... Uh, these uh, flow jacks are, um, I've watched the videos on them, they look like they're the real deal. You're looking at anywhere, it depends how deep the well is, a 50 footer, 
you're looking at three hundred ninety nine dollars, a hundred footer five forty nine, and a hundred fifty footer six ninety nine. And um, this would be. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying that this could be a tremendous blessing to a lot of people, particularly if no one had one of these. Of course, then you would be, if you were in the wrong area, <laughs> you you would be a target. But then again, the Lord can take care of that. Um, I mean, it's not like you're going to pump the thing dry, most likely a well. Um, uh, but it might be something you want to obviously not advertise. Um, but anyway, it's Flojack, F-L-O-G-A-K. I'm sorry, J-A-K, F-O-L-J-A-K dot com. And um, these guys have been around. I think these guys are the real deal. And uh, anybody that has a well at their house that can use one of these, this would be a great option. I mean, just an amazing, amazing option to have. And then you could put it through, let's say, okay, well, yeah, but it's just well water. What if it's not the greatest quality? Well, get one of those new ProPure gravity filters um, that have the um, ones that take out the both forms of bad fluoride. I understand if it's well, it's not going to have fluoride in it, but still, it's filtration. It's you, you can't really filter it too much. I mean, unless it's like distilled where it's actually been, have it all everything removed and it can actually act like a vacuum in the body which is okay for detoxing, but you don't want to really do it day in, day out, because it can literally deplete your body of certain things. Uh, so, again, this this goes over, I think there's some, uh, probably some videos up here and this type of stuff that you can avail yourself to. It might be something you seriously want to consider. It might be something you might not have thought about, because you might have thought, yeah, okay, I got all my things in place, I've got my well pump, my generator, or whatever, but then... You get hit with an EMP, and then th those those are like gigantic paperweights. They're going to do you no good whatsoever. So this is something to uh, to think about because water is 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 the number one. You know, other than air, <laughs> water is the number one survival need. Essentially, you know, I mean, unless you were like in super super cold weather and you weren't able to be sheltered, you know, but. Uh, as far as physiological needs, water's right up there. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and post this, a link to this, on uh, on the PDF right now. And so you can have that and, and look at that if you like as well. Obviously, I'm not trying to gain anything monetarily from this. I don't, I'm not affiliated with this company in any way, shape, or form. But from my research, they seem like they had a, a really good uh, system. Uh, and not something that's going to totally break the bank either, you know, affordable. Okay, so moving right along, next report. This is a another Q-Link thing that was uh, sent in uh, from a listener or a person that was on Steve Quayle's website. He said, Obama has to attack Assyria with limited strikes in order to get the ball rolling. He has no choice. The elites have positioned their foreign troops in the staging areas across North America. These are the foreign troops. These Russian troops, the Chinese, these types that we're talking about. These troops are already here. Everything is in place. The majority of U.S. troops, those who will not go along with the New World Order, have to be shipped out to the Middle East to meet certain death this winter. While the Russians and the Chinese invade the homeland, are the USA homeland, this winter as well. 
it makes total sense if you start looking at this objectively. Get rid of all our troops who are rapidly starting to figure things out. Okay? Which would which would make Obama even more desperate. So I'm saying this next month, man, I mean, a lot of things to pray about. All the Russian troops, the Chinese, a lot of them are already pre-positioned here. Okay? Coming over through Alaska and these types of things reported on that last week. So, uh, all of this intel gathering they've been doing, all of these, and we're going to talk more about that, this, this teaching. Uh, this makes total sense. He goes on to say, God has made it pretty clear that he is judging the backslidden and lukewarm USA and has already delivered her into the hands of her enemies the same way he delivered Israel into the hands of her enemies in times past. I couldn't argue a bit. The 501c3 lukewarm church of America has done nothing to really stem the tide of what we're talking about today here. You got, you know, 50 way more than 50 million abortions since Roe versus Wade. You've got the sodomites and the homosexual agendas. You've got all of these wicked, evil things that are gaining traction pretty much every day. God has to judge that eventually, unless there's mass repentance, and we know that's not going to be the case. So he goes on to say, this is his righteous judgment coming to the USA. Barry Satoro a.k.a. Barack Hussein Obama, is only a puppet and he is part of God's plan to deliver the USA into the hands of the Russians, the Chinese, and the Muslims, lest we forget about them, from the Middle East. Now, remember, if we attack Syria, Islam hates us anyway. And we've done a lot of different things to make Islam hate us more. I'm talking about the more radical elements. Even though we're actually funding the radical elements, we're also killing the radical elements. So, um, yeah, like I said, those sleeper cells have been here for decades from the Muslims. So that's a whole other ball of uh, wax to consider. He goes on to say they're already on American soil and more will arrive soon via Canada and Mexico. America will not escape God's righteous judgment. Um, and only those... True followers, not lukewarm pretenders, will qualify for God's supernatural protection during the chaos and violence which is at the doors. I totally agree. I kind of got into that at the start of the study. Because, um, I mean, I think I'm Mr. Perfect or anything by any stretch of the imagination, but I think he brings up a good point. All of the clues suggest that the first phase of disarming of the disarming of the civilian population of the USA will begin this fall and winter. This would make sense. We still have to be disarmed. Okay? Um, I don't know how they're going to have those those Russian troops go go live if, if Americans haven't been disarmed. Or at least part of the disarmament process. I mean, Americans probably, like no other time in history, are armed to the teeth now more than they've ever been, collectively. You look at all of the, the you know, I, yeah, you can look at Homeland Security and all the other governments buying up bullets, but there's been... You know, the turnouts at gun shows, at gun shops, and, and these types of things have been just... I was at a gun shop the other day in Charlotte, and, um, I mean, it was wall-to-wall in there. It was... It's a, it's a very, very large gun shop in Charlotte. And, I mean, it was wall-to-wall. You couldn't believe it, uh, how many people were in there. And, um, so, yeah, people are... You could just sense the sense of, of almost urgency and, and this type of stuff when you're in there. 
And um, people, a lot of people have really woken up and are aware that something really heavy duty is around the corner. So he's saying the first phase of disarming the civilian population in the USA will begin this fall winter. I've seen that as well, that when this thing with Syria happens and let's say we have false flag attacks on our soil as is in supposed retribution for us attacking Syria, which would be the perfect cover for that, false flag nukes going off, then martial law is declared here, Obama comes out and says, okay, you've all got to be disarmed. Because the sheeple people have to be disarmed, so we can kill you, therefore, easier. You know? That's why they would do it. They would do it under that pretext. All by design. They will use harp technology to trigger earthquakes and tsunamis along the east and west coasts. Very much could definitely be. I've heard of nuclear devices being uh, placed in the uh, waters off the coasts in America. That could also generate tsunamis. Um, maybe this is why that thing I read last week about make sure you're like 1,500 feet above sea limit, like that one Russian guy was telling that girl, maybe that's why, you know, because, you know, the coastal regions would be flooded out. I think 1,500 feet's a little bit much, uh, particularly if you're far enough inland, but, you know, anyway, um... Then he says, then they will declare a state of emergency along the coast, round people up, and take them to FEMA camps. Now, this is a scenario. I'm not saying this is the case, but he does. it is, is, it, it is an interesting scenario um, he goes into. Uh, they would take them to FEMA camps and then go to door to door to disarm people, just like they did during Hurricane Katrina, and they did do that. And Hurricane Sandy, the mainstream news didn't report on this, um, because the cell phones were taken from the people on the way to the FEMA camps, and reporters were refused to even access the camps. So I guess they did a much better job of covering up Sandy about the door-to-door gun confiscation. They will send most of the U.S. military to fight in Syria in the next several weeks. Think about that. All these people now that are waking up in our military, they want to get them shipped off as quick as they possibly can at this point before they wake up any more and wake up any more of their... Brothers or sisters in arms. Okay, they have to send the U.S. military far away and keep them busy and exterminate them while the DHS agents and the Russians and the Chinese, Chinese mostly on the West Coast, provide disaster relief and security during the natural disasters and the planned cyber attacks on the banks. Banking holiday. Now, throw, here's another thing, throw a pandemic into the mix there or some kind of biological agent that the uh, Al-Qaeda releases in retribution for us attacking Syria. You see, (laughs) I really believe this is, unless God intervenes again, and that could happen, believe this, and it's the only hope is the Lord intervening. Yes, public awareness is great, okay, and action and that type of thing, but God intervening is is the only hope of this being stopped at this point. So, that was, that was from um, the 31st, that comment came in. Now, let's go further. Here is uh, a little excerpt. Obama disarms Americans while arming the world. As President Barack Obama has outwardly attempted to curtail Americans' constitutional Second Amendment right to bear arms, his administration has approved huge increases in defense spending and export sales. The administration is now seeking to eliminate stringent 
State Department controls on exports and foreign licensing of dozens of categories of weapons and technology from the United States munitions list by transferring control to the pro-business Commerce Department. In spite of the Government Accountability Office warnings that this change could would increase terrorist access to dangerous weapons, well, that's what we're doing anyway. The administration claims this reform would enhance the competitiveness competitiveness of the United States manufacturing and technology sector. So in other words, let's give all of these guns to the terrorists, bad guys, but we got to make sure we take away the guns from the good guys, the pro-Second Amendment people in America. That's what he's doing. That's the exact thing he's doing. Why? Because he's of his father, the devil, and of his works and of his lust, he will do. That's what Obama is. He's just the son of Satan. And he's going to do what Satan, his father, Tells him to do. So, um, I understand he's a puppet on a string, Illuminati, the whole nine yards, but he is that puppet that's implementing this stuff. So, um, this is another, uh, let's see here, this is another uh, report that came in, another testimony. Um, this is from Christine. She says, I was staying in an upscale hotel in the suburb of the San Francisco Bay Area last week. To say that I was alarmed by what I observed and the overall vibe, which undoubtedly supports the current infiltration and occupation of our country, would be an understatement. I was initially checked into my hotel room by a young, attractive Russian woman. I noticed primarily Russian and Chinese patrons throughout the bar, restaurant, and lobby. Russian and Chinese? Yeah. In the late evening, I decided to head out to the pool. As I was approaching the jacuzzi hot tub area, I overheard a 30s to 40s couple speaking Russian while sitting in the hot tub. As I got closer and sat down behind them, they immediately began speaking English very clearly. It was beyond strange. Overall, a very weird experience. There were security guards all over the property. Okay, that's one. Te- I, I told you we just got back from Gatlinburg not too long ago, and there were Eastern Bloc or Russian, Ukrainian, whatever people working at every service job that did not require some huge product knowledge base, and all the food services and a lot of the the no brainer jobs that they could work at. They were everywhere. Everywhere we went. I mean, this is not, I know that was not my imagination. I saw it firsthand. So here, this is my listener. I just got this this week. Um, and I'll keep everybody's names, you know, out of this. But um, I just say MH. It's entitled Russians in Myrtle Beach. Scott, I was listening to the part three of your 825 2013 teaching. There, They also have a lot of Russians working in Myrtle Beach. I have been going there for years, and then the last couple of years, I noticed a lot of Russians working as waitresses and waiters. My initial thought was that they were in some sort of slavery, but now I wonder if this is part of the invasion. They had almost all Russian girls working at Joe's Crab Shack, and they were all beautiful. So It's funny. The lady ahead there said the Russian girl was very attractive, and she's saying they were all beautiful. It's probably part of the ploy as far as you know, the whole thing, the Russian secret double agent type thing, the beautiful girl able to more easily diffuse a man and then to also extract information. It's, it's called gathering intel. 
And what better way to do that than um, to have some, you know, whatever guy that's probably tanked up, you know, um, reveal secrets to some beautiful Russian girl. Anyway, the next one, another listener of mine, we'll just say it's TM, Russians in Colorado Springs. Now, Colorado Springs, another huge area we've talked about, an incredible level of occult activity, high-level military activity. Denver most likely going to be the um, capital of the New World Order, the, the capital of the uh, probably FEMA region, not FEMA region, but the uh, North American Union, or at least America, in the... Uh, once, uh, if D.C. is taken out, which is, I've seen that in a lot of scenarios, D.C. is actually taken out. I don't know if it's going to be nuked. But then Denver is actually the capital. Colorado Springs figures into that heavily. I've reported a lot on Colorado Springs. It's a very high-risk area as well. Well, here is a listener. And um, he says, I live in Colorado Springs. And uh, I'm trying to modify this to keep him anonymous. Okay, I live in Colorado Springs. After I listened to your recent teaching on all the Russian troops being spotted all over, I realized I work with uh, two Russian males at a hotel in Colorado Springs. And when I started hearing all the stuff you were talking about, it kind of freaked me out. Everything made perfect sense, and I was consistent, and it was consistent with what you were talking about. Uh, So I work at a hotel over here, and I work as a houseman there. And the two Russian males that I that work in housekeeping, I see them every day and talk to them every day. One is a housekeeper who cleans rooms and the other is in laundry. They say that they are foreign exchange students from Bulgaria. See how this is, the, they, they keep them in jobs where it's kind of lower level. There's a much higher likelihood they're going to be able to overhear things in those type of jobs as well. Uh, intel gathering. these type, And then they won't have to like learn this unbelievably huge, complicated job or product line in order to insert them into these type of types of jobs. So there's also a huge trend I've heard of um, Russians, both guys and girls, befriending Instagrammers that have over a thousand followers online. Anybody that has like over a thousand followers probably, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, whatever, uh, whatever social, Facebook, these types of things, they're going to be trying to go in there and befriend. They're, they're trying to ingratiate themselves and ingrain themselves into American culture so that when things go down, they can be looked upon almost like, and if they've got a perfect uh, English accent, they can be looked upon, they can infiltrate, and they can be looked upon as another American um, or somebody that could be trusted, particularly if, if you're not aware of any of this. This is why the Bible does talk about you can be destroyed for lack of knowledge. If somebody wasn't telling you this, you weren't aware of any of this about this infiltration, um, when things went down, you might not really have your guard up regarding foreigners. Or not to the extent you will now, that's for sure. So, um... Going further with this report from my listener, um, they say they're foreign exchange students from Bulgaria, Romania, and one says he's going to school for mechanical engineering, just like what I heard from a previous story about seeing some Russian guys at a firing range in Colorado Springs. Now, I reported on that, I think it was last year, about military exercises with foreign troops in in Colorado Springs, and then they, they were seen at firing ranges, and... 
these types of things. I think they're letting them go out into public so that they can kind of, again, observe, um, gather intel, uh, maybe see, okay, how do I, how do I blend into this culture that's foreign to me? And the only way you can do that is to have first-hand knowledge, really. I mean, you can't really watch a tape on it and just nail that, something like that. So, um, this is what they're doing. And, and they're obviously devoting a ton of effort to this. And I'm not done talking about this today. We've got several other uh, testimonies about this coming up. Uh, going further, it says that... Um, so he's given the story he's doing, he's going to school for mechanical engineering. Uh, they both are 21 and speak English pretty well. Well, they would both be the perfect military age. Okay, both 21, speak English pretty well. The one named Oleg, you can tell he works out and is pretty muscular, totally fits a military type for sure. They arrive and leave on bicycles every time they work. I can't believe I work with them after hearing all this information. I was up all night, I couldn't believe all this, and I'm still a little shaken up as well as I just wanted to share this with you. Okay, so there's another one. Okay, here's the next one. Um, and it says, I'm a desert, and these are all linked. You can click on these um, if you want to know more. Uh, it says, I'm a desert storm veteran who has depleted uranium dust in his lungs. Remember I just talked about depleted uranium? Key in beyond treason. And maybe depleted uranium in the keyword search box on YouTube, and you'll be able to watch that whole documentary for free that documents the whole thing. Anyway, um, he says, I'm a Desert Storm veteran who has depleted uranium dust in his lungs. I'm not talking out of my you-know-what in the following paragraphs. Yes, there is a reverse shock and awe coming this winter after the gradual buildup over the coming weeks. But it's not the shock and awe that the world might expect. The U.S. military will be decisively defeated in the Middle East. Remember, shock and awe. Oh, my word, oh, look at all that they've done. Oh, I'll go along with whatever you say. Just make it all go away. This is the, this is the mindset they want to put us in. Um, order out of chaos. The motto of the 33rd degree Freemason. Okay? Um, they're trying to bring the new world order out of the chaos that they have been planning and planning and planning all the way since the 1800s, most likely, regarding a World War III scenario. So... He's saying that the U.S. military, now this is a, a veteran, a Desert Storm veteran, he's saying the U.S. military will be decisively defeated in the Middle East this winter while the Russian and Chinese invade the homeland of the U.S. military servicemen and women. Think about it. After all the stuff I've just read, doesn't that make total sense? Well, why would they want us to defeat our own troops? Because they want to kill all of them so that they're not around to fight on... Um, true Americans' behalves. They want the bad guys here on our soil. They want to remove our good troops, put them over in the Middle East, set them up to all die, annihilate them. Therefore, they don't got to worry about their loyalties anymore because they'll be in the grave. Two things that are accomplished by that. Not only are they killing the good troops, the guys that would fight against the New World Order, if they knew what was going on here on our soil. Those are all dead. They've, and then they've just isolated all of the people left behind with the wonderful Chinese and Russian and whatever other things and all of their technology so that they can come along and try to annihilate 
the uh, patriot movement and the Christians and the pro-lifers and the Second Amendment and all these other people and the, and the, and the returning veterans so that they can annihilate them and they'll have no, no military, no U.S. military help. It's exactly why they would want to do this. If you go over to Syria, if, you're, if you go along with that, you are most likely going to your death if you agree to go over there. And I think what I've seen in the last two days with all these military people coming out saying, I will not go over there and fight alongside Al-Qaeda. I'm not going to do it. All of these different branches of the military coming alive, realizing this. You know, I think we're seeing evidence that they're figuring this stuff out. So, they're saying the U.S. military will be, he's saying they will be decisively defeated in the Middle East this winter. While the Russians and the Chinese invade the homeland of the U.S. military and servicemen and women, checkmate, game over, goodbye USA, and hello USSA. Like the United States, the United Socialist States of America. Which would make... 100% perfect sense. I used, again, everything that the New World Order wants is accomplished there. I used to think that the globalists would use the U.S. military superpower to usher in their New World Order. But now it has become clear that they intend to use the primarily the Russian, the Chinese, the North Korean military to declare checkmate since there are way too many U.S. servicemen and service women in the United States military who will not follow orders and go along with the New World Order agenda. And that's being proved with all of this stuff coming out in the last two days alone. So they must be sent to die in the Middle East. Also, what's another thing that's accomplished there? Sacrifices to Satan. Everybody that's dying in all of these wars, okay, they are viewed literally as sacrifices to Satan by the Illuminati, who with Satan, Lucifer at their head. That's one of the ways they appease Satan. Okay, through much bloodshed, death, and killing. I mean, this is super, super, I mean, isn't this all coming into focus now? Really, when I was putting this together last night, it's becoming so crystal clear in focus why they're so wanting the Syrian war. Iran is not Iraq. This is going back to this uh, report. Iran is not Iraq. This is not going to be Iraq, the sequel meaning we're not going to win this one. The technology Iran has is going to take the West by surprise. Russia, China, and Iran are going to defeat the U.S. superpower. But again, we're already letting them over here and letting them on our soul. We're already working with them anyway. China already has owned so much of America as it is. You know, We might feign like we're putting up a fight, but I don't believe that's even the case. China is now repositioning their military satellites with incredible precision, and this has come as a complete shock to the U.S. military officials, who do not yet understand that they have been betrayed by the globalist elite who built modern China over the past couple of decades. This is going to be reverse shock and awe campaign, in which the U.S. is defeated in a very big and spectacular way. The globalists are intentionally sending U.S. troops to their deaths. If you know anybody in the military, you better really try to get them on board. Whether it's this, whether it's whoever is putting information out, before it's news, right now has a lot of really good information pertaining to this. And it's not just before it's news reports, it's like they're linked to other sites that are totally unrelated to before it's news. You know? Steve Quayle's site has some good stuff. Alex Jones, I mean, I'm just gleaning. Just glean. Okay? You want to get a lot of disinformation? Go to CNN. 
It's total propaganda disinformation. But I still check them to see where they're coming from. Drudge Report, eh, you know, it's all right. It's kind of like in the middle, you know, is a lot of the stuff that they're putting out. They're actually using, putting out a lot of the propaganda, you know, and then they're also putting out some stuff that's more along the lines of truth. So you got to glean on that one more so. Um, then he goes on to say, here's just one example of why they're not afraid of the U.S. military, and it's some article on the uh, Iran sunburn missile anti-warship. Um ends by saying, wake up America, the globalist New World Order architects have betrayed you. Yeah, that's all they're capable of doing is betraying us. Next report. Um, this was been out for, uh, I don't know, about 10 days. Uh, yesterday my daughter came home. Her husband is an E4 medic at Fort Riley, Kansas. She said that he came home and told her that starting Monday they are not allowed to be more than 50 miles from the base. And this will go on through sometime in October. Remember, September to October to November, it seems like there's really, they're really trying to jockey things into position to make things go hot during that time. Why wouldn't they want to be 50 miles from the base? Well, if we go to war with Syria or something big cataclysmic, they, they want them near the base so that they can ship them off. They also want to separate all the military from their families. They would want to separate law enforcement from their families because if they're separated from their families, guess what? And I've went over the scenario before. They could say, Oh, yeah, by the way, we've got your family safe and sound here. You be a good little soldier and do what you're told, no matter if it means killing Americans or I think the more likely scenario is fighting the war in Syria. Because if you don't do that, if you don't do what we tell you to do, we can't really guarantee the safety of your family anymore. I've already went over the scenario in previous teachings. They will blackmail as many troops as they can. Some will be compelled to do the wrong thing just because of that. You know? So, think about that. He goes on to say they were really upset. He just joined and she really wanted to come home to visit for Labor Day. This was confirmation of all the rumors I have heard about the military not leaving on these dates. Next report. Um... Steve, I this is to Steve Quayle. I have a video of these Russian book salesmen. Now, um, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna play that video here. Anyway, this is a lady I think in Texas. She says I have a video of these Russian book salesmen. Remember I talked about that last week. All these Russian book salesmen that are going there selling children's books, gathering all of this intel, on, and they're very, very pushy. Yeah. The woman that got the video is an acquaintance of my wife's from Facebook. There have been a lot of posting on Facebook of book salesmen in the area, and I can't, and that the people are not, people who are not in the know are getting freaked out and are worried that it's a scam. I can't help but hang my head and weep. One police department officer even posted in response not to let them in your home. Like the black eyed children, don't let them in your home. Okay? One man caught them taking pictures of the inside of his home. These people are absolutely headlong bonkers obsessed, these Russians, with gathering as much intel on Americans as possible. Talk about creepy. Okay, a close friend of mine, uh, his wife was working in the yard with the front door open and they walked right past her and entered their home and would not leave their home when asked and asked to use the bathroom about five times. And she asked, and she actually let them return to the bathroom about that many times. That's somebody that just, I mean, I guess they just 
or they don't have a backbone, or they're just so scared, or whatever. I mean, after the first time, lock your door and don't answer the door, okay? If, if you don't have the, you know what I mean? So anyway, um, I understand they could be intimidating these types of things. I, I get that. It's just that, you know, you don't let them come back five times. Anyway, so um, I warned them about this before. All this took place, but it must have fallen on deaf ears. Against my, the advice of my wife, I warned these people on Facebook, which are numerous, not to talk to them and and to told them that they are Russians and they are in, on intelligence-gathering missions. Now, remember, this is going on all over the country, as we talked about last week. Most people scoffed and poked fun, out of, out of the, but out of the blue today, I received a call from a woman who took heed of my wife's warnings and caught them on video. I have never met this woman before, before but she felt compelled to contact me and give me this video. I, in turn, am sharing it with you. I'm going to play it in a second. Look at all the names in this guy's book, the Russian bookseller. He shows them the woman's book. He's trying to, like, diffuse her and make her feel like, oh, no, this is all I'm doing. He is writing down the occupations of these people, um, and he is writing down, most importantly, their religion. Notice, it'll say LDS, meaning Latter-day Saint, and Catholic in the video. This being Utah, this was in Utah that's happened, I'm sorry, Utah, not Texas, but it's happened in Texas too. Um, this being in Utah, most people are LDS, Latter-day Saints or whatever, the, the Mormon uh, death cult. Anyway, he is writing down a number of children and the list is long. He's writing down how many children, their names, the occupations of the mom and dads. Who would give them this type of information to a stranger? Okay, their religion. How about the square footage of their house? Can I, why not show them the deed to your house? Or maybe the deed to your cars? What are your pets' names? I mean, where does it end, you know? Can I have a blood sample? You know, what's next? So, um, the only regrettable thing in the video is that she didn't get his face, but she thought that she was, uh, she thought that she was getting his face, but she did not. Review the video for yourself. It's very real. The evidence is indisputable. I'm going to play this. It's a very brief video right now. Russian troops. Who said, hey, Mars. I'm going to... This is the lady talking to this Russian bookseller. She's in her car. The kid's on a bike. And, and he's talking to her. And, and he's trying to kind of diffuse the situation and explain to her, oh yeah, I'm just selling these children's books and things. And she's questioning him. Okay? Yeah, and I'm watching the video right here. Saying, who in your country said, hey, let's load you guys up and take you to America and sell books? Oh. Like... Like who's who did that? This company, like this guy, your uh, this company. This is and how long are you guys here for? So he carries a book around. It looks all official. Oh, this company, come to my country, and we do this. Okay, well, great. I mean, obviously, you have to have some cover. Okay, and he's trying to explain this to her or whatever um, regarding all this. Oh, of course, he's on a total intel gathering mission. Oh, it's like a summer exchange program, basically. So, so you guys have a what a visa for three months? Yep, it's like J one visa. Maybe you have heard it's like for a student visa to work over here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, when you go to people's homes, what information are you asking of them? Oh, basically, well, <laughs> my approach is that uh, uh, I, I'm sure he, he's even got a badge hanging around his neck. Not not like a police badge, but like a plastic thing with a with a lanyard. You know, to make himself look as much. You know, you could, you know what I mean? Like the whole typical salesman thing. Oh, I want to look official. I got my little book, my, my laminated pages, my my little um, badge. It looks like it's even got a magnetic strip on the back. 
you know, this type of thing. They're probably getting credit for, like, you go out, okay, let's say you go out, Oleg, and you gather intel on 20 different households. Good job, comrade. You get, you know, you get a steak dinner tonight. Ah, who knows what they're rewarding them with, but I'm just saying, I mean, there's probably a reward-type basis, you know, or maybe some vodka. I don't know. Children books, I'm explaining some learning tools for children, and... Like you see how it usually happens if people don't want to let me in because they think that I'm a stranger or something. We usually sit on the porch, uh, we show books, I, like you see I have this uh, big big bag uh, where I have sample books to show children, uh, to show families as I'm driving on a bike. And do you realize that, that a company like yours has already come around Roosevelt about a year ago? Uh, about a year ago, yes, yes. And and they collected a whole bunch of people's money and then nobody got their books, so everybody thinks it's a scam? Well, as far as... <laughs> did you hear that? They already did this a year ago, but they're wanting to, get to, to, to do this and revamp their records, make sure everything's up to date. They collected money, which would make real sense. Oh, yes, here, here, I'm going to send you these books. Uh, let me collect your money, and that will go into our coffers. We gather all the intel, and you, you get nothing. And then they have the audacity to come back and do it again? At least I was working in, uh, in, in, in Price as well. Mm -hmm. And in Price, I met lots of families who got these last year as well. Yeah, I'm looking at his name tag card. It's got his picture... And, oh, yeah, it looks real official there. And now he's showing him, the, the he's literally showing them, and I'm sure that his uh, comrades, his, his uh, whatever, his higher-up controller dudes, would not, when they see this video, if they see it, they are not going to be happy with him showing her this. I think that he was nervous at this point in trying to diffuse the situation and say, hey, I got nothing to hide, this is all I'm trying to gather, when it's very... Um, you know, come on, I mean, all of this information, he's got, it looks like he's got page after page of all of these, um, of all of this intel he's handwritten onto these sheets that are part of this book he's carrying. For example, over here, like Tiffany's face, I really remember her, she decided to get, to get some books last year, she got them as well, mm -hmm. and then she decided to get some more books already as well for her children from me this year as well. Because uh, me, for example... So you have all of the kids' names and their ages. It, it's what people it's what people give me. It's not like I would... <laughs> you will really make a photocopy of it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're really making photocopy of it. Yeah, she's filming it, and he's realizing that now. He's... <laughs> so... I mean, it's almost comical, but... I'm I'm just glad that there was actual a an actual um proof of one of these exchanges happening where where you've actually got one of these guys on tape, you're looking right at his book, you're looking at it upside down. You would literally have to tip the computer up, but I'm I'm looking at one of the pages right now, and yeah, LDS, LDS, I'm seeing that as far as religion goes. Now some of them are, are blank, they probably said I'm not either any religion, I don't want to reveal that. Names of the kids, the occupations. I mean, this is some really, really creepy stuff. Yeah. Wow, buddy. So that was it. That was the end of that tape. That heartwarming little, um, 
Hallmark-esque type tape that we were seeing there. Um, yeah, so this is not something that, that is in question anymore. Okay, so that's, um, that's pretty much what I've got for that particular subject. Now, remember, that was just pretty much from the last week. I recovered, I covered a lot of this in the previous study from last week, so if this is the first time you're hearing this, you may even want to start with last week's study and then listen, or, or maybe go back and listen to last week's study, because I covered a lot of that. Didn't have a PDF with that, but people ask me, well, how do we, how can we research it more? Well, go into the table of contents. If I don't release a PDF, copy and paste the title to the um, story that you're interested in, and you'll find it on the internet. It's It's pretty much that easy. So, I'm going to go ahead and end part um, two here, and we're going to switch gears and um, go into some of the other things that we were in reference to, by reference more near the beginning of the study. So, God bless you, and we'll see you in part three.